and welcome to Irresponsibly Powerless, a comic book discussion show where we'll be talking about the books that came out this week along with anything else that comes up along the way. We're going to be your host. My name is Eric. And I'm Nick. So, what's up? So. How you doing? How you doing? You come here often? Uh, yes. You married? I don't even care. <laughs> no, no more talking. <laughs> Let's let our bodies do the talking. We're already off to a fantastic start. <laughs> As always. We're, we hit the ground running. Uh, or raping. <laughs> and pillaging. We're going to popularize that phrase. I hit the ground raping. <laughs> like, wait, wait, don't you mean? You're like, no, I don't. No, no, no. All. And That's then you just stare at them. Until yeah. they leave the room. And phone the police. Oh, uh, if I could have a nickel for every time. I can time taste the restraining order now. <laughs> uh, okay. Enough chicane. <laughs> this is becoming a new weekly segment, I think. We have hit or miss, we have bullshit, we have random pick, and now we have act really weird before the show starts. <laughs> Maybe the title needs work. It's it's a work in progress, really. As is life. <laughs> Straight up life. The universe and everything. Alright, 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 alright. So, we're done with that segment. So on to hit or miss. <laughs> Onto, onto something that's uh, not going to get our listeners to drop the show instantly. Uh, who are we kidding? We don't have listeners. So, what did we pick this week, Eric? I don't even remember. I, uh, this is actually a huge week. So what we're going to do is we're going to be doing some rapid fire comic booking. Yes. And comic bookery. And then, uh, yeah, we're going to get into some things in depth. But first off, hit or miss, uh, this week... Uh, again, was a bit of a, a, a bit of a stretch. I mean, there were some things that were getting play, but nothing that was really standoutish. We decided to hit hit up uh, Ultimate X Men number ninety one. Yeah, and I'd imagine this was a little. You're not reading this, are you, Eric? I'm not. I've, I flipped through the last issue just to kind of get caught up a little bit. I mean, I mean, I know basically what's going on. So right. I mean, yeah. This is where. Uh, the the whole apocalypse story just kind of hits full stride. Yes, I mean it was it was a it was a fun issue. It was action packed. It you know yes. there was all kinds of craziness and I feel like it, this is how apocalypse should be too because he is fucking badass yes. and scary. Straight up, he rips off Wolverine's, Wolverine's arm. arm and then throws it at him. But no, I mean I, the only thing about him I think is uh, as a villain. He's not as devious and scheming as he is in the the regular Marvel universe. Because that was his yeah. whole bag. Was he was like he'd come up with an elaborate plot. Well, that was always my problem with Apocalypse, though. Like he'd have these elaborate plots in regular X Men, and then like one little fucking thing would go wrong, and he'd be like, "I'll forget it." And walk <laughs> away, and you're just like, "Dude, you had so much work put into this." Like he had no follow through. Is the problem? He's just like, "No, no, it didn't work. I'm doing something else. I'll be back in four years." Like. Four hundred years, but I liked but, him in this one. He was so powerful. He was like he a was he was a legitimate like, threat. Like in all the other times, it's just like, well, he's a villain. I mean, he comes in, he's got some elaborate plot, to save the day. But here, he's just like, no, 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 he's a fucking super villain. Yeah, I mean, he's ridiculous. Yeah, with and, and with a name like Apocalypse, you you gotta amp it up a couple notches. You gotta turn it to yes, yeah, true. Though I liked him before he got his like. 
goofy Chode armor. costume, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that one shot, there's a full page spread of him standing up, and he looks kind of goofy. He looks like, like he's a he's a little Transformer figure. Like, if he needed to get to his fly, it would be an issue. <laughs> Spaceman peeing the suit. Armor too big. <laughs> the fate of Apocalypse is to wet my pants. <laughs> Game over, man. Yeah, Embarrassment so. defeats Apocalypse every time. I, I, I'm wondering if they're going to bring in uh, Phoenix into this business, too, because they got Jean Grey there, so... Yeah, yeah, I have a feeling that's kind of what's going to happen. What's yeah. at, at the very end, you, you see they had the fucking battle suit, uh, Professor X and, and Wolverine, or Cable. Yes. Strutting in. I, I have a feeling... Onslaught-ish guy. Yeah, and Strife. I have a feeling what's going to happen is that's going to it's going to be kind of working for a while, and then that'll go bad, and then Phoenix saves the day. Okay, prediction. The thing about this comic that I feel like they might have lost sight of over at Marvel is that it doesn't it doesn't do what an Ultimate book is supposed to do. Like this is just a masturbatory fan book, and I mean that's not a I'm not I'm not saying that in a way that's necessarily bad because masturbation is good. <laughs> It's just kind of like tossing a bone to the, the fans way too much more than trying to create like a new universe and a new sort of thing. It's like, like, let's see what kind of crazy spins we can put on the characters that people already know instead of trying to make it an accessible book to a new readership. Well, we'll see. I mean, um, um, they obviously, I think, want to do something big for the 100th issue, which is admittedly kind of far away. But you know what I mean, though, like about it's it's just it's not. It's not trying to create something new necessarily, as is trying to Im- improve on things that pre-exist. It's like hanging out with your like a new group of friends, and they all have their own inside jokes, <laughs> and you're like laughing along, but you don't really know why. I I agree, but I also I mean, the thing with Ultimate Universe is this: like, it's it, when it first started, everything was new and different, and as they went along, they kept introducing new and more different things. And it was all cool. Um, even cable is way different in this, but I think you get you're getting to a certain point where it's kind of reading, reaching critical mass. Where like you know, Ultimate Spider-Man's on like one twenty, and this is almost at a hundred, and Fantastic Four I think is at fifty. Uh-huh. So there's 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 getting to be, and there's then there's all these other Ultimate things. You know, there's Ultimates. One and two, and now three. There's Ultimate Galactus, you know, and all the things that were part of that. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's the, all these and all spin-offs that. and stuff. Yeah. And it's starting to reach this point where now even people knew, you know, it, it used to be you could go to someone and say like, "Hey, you know, I know you've never read comics, but guess what? There's this new thing called the Ultimate Universe. If you just go pick up an Ultimate Spider-Man, you'll probably understand most of the stuff, you know, because everyone knows how Spider-Man got his powers." And that's all you really need to know to get started. But I feel it's getting to a point where there is so much history and so much interconnectedness that this is just now uh, – not this is necessarily bad, but that it is now just another universe, you know? Yeah, like it's, 616 Mark Two. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> I think this is 1606 or something, you know, whatever, the yeah. universe number. But it, 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 it is becoming a point where it's so involved that – uh, someone new to this, you couldn't say just like, "Hey, here's X Men '91. Have fun," and someone to read it and understand what's going on. Yeah, um, and yeah. I mean, the X Men are the most the most guilty of this crime 
that you mm-hmm. can't just pick up the I mean Spider-Man is getting into it more and more too. I mean it's it's sad but it's also kind of inevitable and it's kind of good at the same time that all this stuff is getting more involving and it was kind of just destined to happen I feel. Yeah, I mean that's it, it's just like it and it's happening at an accelerated rate because Right. You know, it it doesn't because have it's so the popular. Yeah, the years of growth and trying to figure out what's happening. They're like, well, we know what kind of works within this. Yeah, and they have all this. Yeah, they have all this form. old work. You're right. You know, they yeah. have all the other all, all the other Marvel stuff, and you know that most of the people buying this this Ultimate stuff have read the other stuff and 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 enjoy basically comics. Like, I'm sure there's some people who are buying Ultimate stuff that never bought comics before Ultimate stuff, but I imagine <laughs> that's a kind of a minority. So they're like, yeah. well, this works in comics. You know, people like when Apocalypse does this, or when people do this, or when this stuff kind of happens. So they have mm-hmm. all this like kind of guidelines, and it's hard to break out of it. And they yeah. do it occasionally, but I think that I think that uh, the Ultimates um, before Ultimates one and two are really w- what achieved kind of the purpose. Of- I mean, Ultimates one. I really liked it too. Uh, I I tend to like Ultimates two better, but yeah, yeah. Um, but I but feel I feel like, like they they're like, well, we 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 made something that's like oh, truly an original. homage, but it's it's yeah, it's truly original and it's truly accessible, and the, the I think the format's also much better for that sort of thing too. Yeah, um, yeah. The, I mean, because Ultimates isn't always coming out. That's the long and short of it. Is that you don't have to make a monthly book with Ultimates. Like you can you can make you know. You can draw an arc, make the 13 issues, make the whole story, and then stop. And yeah. then be like, well, what's next? What are we going to do next time? Yeah, and then you make another self-contained story. That, so, yeah. I mean, I'm sure if Spider-Man, X-Men, and Fantastic Four had year breaks in between you know, releasing yeah. 13 issues, they'd be really, really, really good all the time. And to Spider-Man's credit, I feel like there hasn't been a single issue of Spider-Man that hasn't been really good. You know, I can't... I'm sure there have been wayward issues here and there, but the vast majority of those comics are really good. X-Men, I can't say that with. There have been arcs that I've just been like, ugh. Well, it's just, they, they, I feel like they, they, they reverted quickly. Yes, I mean, that's true. They kind of started off new and then immediately turned to, like, well, what do the fans Tried like true. from these things? And then they, they started adapting it, like, not really trying to. I think the first three or maybe four arcs of X-Men are incredibly good though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like they're really something new too. So if you buy the if you buy like the first two big hardbacks, that might be like the, the some of the best Ultimate X-Men ever and just some of really good comics ever. But anyway, yeah. I'm going to throw it down hit or miss on this one, Eric. I hit hit. Yeah. I I enjoyed I it. It was fun. I mean, I I don't know if I'm going to continue to, to, to get it just because I don't really need to get a new X-Men book necessarily. It's it's really cool and Salvador La Roca drawing this also on Amazing Spider-Man and it's uh-huh. beautiful. Awesome. Yeah, it, this is great. I, I, I re-hit. Um, I like the way they did Apocalypse. I like the way it's going. I'm interested to see how they beat him. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see what the hell goes on with Professor X and and Cable, so yeah, yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then let's let's get into our, our rapid fire then. Uh, All righty. We got okay. So short and sweet of it. 
we're starting off with uh, me. I got the Mighty Avengers issue number nine. This issue was uh, it was cool. It had Doctor Doom in it, and uh, he time traveled and all sorts of cool stuff. So that's always good. Um, something interesting about this comic: it has two page spreads, three back to back, so six pages in a row, which are three huge battle scenes, which are really kind of cool to look at. You know, they're kind of like Where's Waldo of comics. You know, you just you find all the superheroes and what they're who they're beating on. Um, it has a showdown between Iron Man and Doctor Doom that was cool. So it was a cool comic. Nothing great, nothing new really, but cool. Better than it has been. Yes, much better. But I think basically because they got to put Doctor Doom in it, and Doctor, it's hard to fuck up Doctor Doom. He's just too cool. You know? That's true. That's very so. I think Doctor Doom is saving this book right now. So. Go. All right. Immortal Iron Fist, Orson Randall, and the Green Mist of Death. It's a one-shot. It's awesome title. A little, yeah, it is a fantastic title. And it pretty much tells you what it's going to be like. It's a pulpy book. It's a throwback sort of thing. Because this character is a throwback as well. It's, it takes place in you know, like World War II sort of time. It's fun. But what's interesting is that they, they switch off artists. They've got, I think, four different artists, uh, five different artists. Each one with a different style, and they go over different genres. They've got a western, a horror, um, you know, they've got a pulpy superhero sort of thing, and then they they bring it back to the real world. And they, it's they're all pretty solid. the The Wild West one's kind of goofy and, and like not not the greatest, but um, it establishes this this relationship over time with this guy John Amon that's uh, in the the other comics. Um, it, it was a fun one shot. It was different. Um, it's not necessarily like the rest of the. But it's it's it was good. It was good. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up is a comic we both read, um, and we have been reading. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, Brand New Day, issue five five one. I'm gonna say real quickly that this comic is um, we almost don't need to talk about it just because it is exactly like all the comics that have been before this in Brand New Day, and I feel that is a really good thing. They're keeping the tone excellent. What did you think? Uh, I was a, a little bit underwhelmed by it. It was just kind of, eh. I mean, it was it wasn't it wasn't bad necessarily. It just it, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily the greatest. I don't. I feel like it's uh almost too much like Spider Man before, and not enough like mo- Spider Man the modern. I think that's just what what it comes down to. If you like Spider Man, like classic Spider Man. A lot, you're gonna like this. If you kind of just sort of liked it, then you're gonna kind of. Well, it's just I, I feel like the it, it isn't it isn't like a older Spider-Man necessarily. You know, it just it feels like it it's a teenage Spider-Man. It's not like they're uh, he advanced anyway necessarily, and he's like facing the same sorts of problems instead of facing you know new problems in the same sort of vein. But I identify with that, Eric. I'm still a teenager. No, I mean, I, I, I can understand that. I just I, <laughs> no, I no, don't no, feel I, like it's necessarily as modern of a Spider-Man comic as it might, or as it should be. But still not bad. Alrighty. Alright, um, next one I want to talk about, getting off the Marvel DC track, is uh, Primordia by Archaea Studios. This is issue 3 of 3, the last one in this series. Um, and I'm going to say... Uh, this one kind of changed my view on the series. Before, it was kind of a meh, not not the greatest sort of fantasy story. Very simple and cliched, almost. Uh, uh-huh. But what I think it is, is that it's kind of uh, strengthened by that now, after I, I've read the entire thing through. Um, the art kind of backs this up. It's, it feels like a very 
archetypal sort of fantasy story. The same sort of conflicts that you, you see as a universal fantasy sort of theme, or different themes that sort of run through all of them. You know, you've got the brothers, one, the two of them are different. You've got the person they're both in love with. Uh, you got the triangle, obviously. You know, you've got the gods and the humans, the demigods. I, it's just, it felt like a, a really, like I said, archetypal, I want to say. I can't think by the numbers. Right no, no, not by the numbers necessary, but I, oh, classic, I guess, is the best word. Classic, right. okay. Classic okay. sort of fantasy story. I wish it was a little bit longer with only three issues. Um. Okay. Uh. I'm gonna talk about uh a DC book, another DC <gasps> DC book that I'm getting that isn't Booster Gold. Call uh. It's just Robin from 171. Uh. Chuck Dixon started writing it last issue on 170, and I picked that up, and I loved it. And it this has taken too long to come out. Honestly. Uh. I mean, I like it so much that I wish it came out monthly. I feel like it's coming out every other month. But whatever. There's a couple things I love about this comic. Um, one, it's just written well. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to put my finger on it exactly, but it feels natural. Everything. It's really from the perspective of Robin and his in, inner monologue and the things he does and says feel like what Robin would do, or almost like what you would do if you were Robin, if you were you know trained by Batman, but obviously weren't Batman. Like, he's not a crazy man. I've said this before. And one thing to say is. The beginning, the opening fight, which is between Batman and Robin, and uh, I believe he calls himself the Condiment King. What? <laughs> he has like a gun that shoots relish and mayonnaise and mustard and throws like a. It's what kind of silly thing. ass villain? <laughs> he is, but they they treat him as silly and they just pull on beat his ass. It's just, it it's pretty good. It's pretty funny. Gotham so. is full of a bunch of fucking nut jobs. I love that. <laughs> you've got somebody like the Joker who's seriously yeah. frighteningly sociopathic, and then you've got <laughs> just some dude who's running around with, like, packets of condiments that he stole from the McDonald's. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and oh, Robin has a, has a sweet-ass ride in this. It looks just <laughs> like a coupe, but it's accustomed to being a Robin coupe. Anyway, <laughs> it, it is a solid title, and I... I don't know. I really recommend you pick it up. It has like this whole kind of who done it thing to it, and Robin's trying to figure out who the spoiler is because it's a, he has some emotional attachment to this 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 person. So he's very much into it. He's he's going about it methodically. Batman's not really helping him on it. He's letting him do it on his own. It's it it's pretty cool. I just I, I like it. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Okay. Next up, uh, another book that we both picked up: The Order Number Eight. Oh yes. Uh this is this feels like uh to me like the two towers of, of uh this series. It's it's bridging the gap to the uh to the end game for for the order and uh, I'm looking forward to it because I really want to see how this ends up. It's got a solid uh storyline with the you know the uh-huh. the man from shadow um with a villain behind him even that's that's pulling the the strings. Um I feel like it's drawing together and it's going to be an epic sort of I loved this issue. I think this issue was the one of the best issues. I, I I'm I'm willing to say I like this issue the most. Mm-hmm. I like this character the most. The the superhero they focused on, Mulholland. I oh, think yeah. she's the most interesting person, and she has like a real history. Um, uh, so I'm sad they're I'm sad they're canceling it. Yeah. Um. All right. Next up, got Hulk 
Number two, not oh. the Hulk, not the Incredible Hulk. Hulk. It's Hulk. Uh, I'm, I feel so justified in dropping this book. I, I picked it up by accident. It's terrible. It's awful. I, I can't help and say it. Uh, the Red Hulk's apparently intelligent and malicious and awful. Uh, he somehow sneaks into fucking S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, how the hell does this big red motherfucker <laughs> do that? It's stupid. Uh, you people are spies. It's, yeah, and he's, he's like, he uh, apparently whispers to She-Hulk, he's like, I could kill you at any moment. And like, whatever. Uh, Iron Man, completely out of character. People have been getting more of a beat on who Tony Stark is, and then they apparently threw it all out the window. Great two-page spread where he's, like, getting thrown off of this burning fucking shield helicarrier. He goes, oh, the humanity. Like, what? <laughs> who the hell is that? And apparently Rick Jones is not the Hulk because he turns out to be the new abomination called the A-Bomb. <laughs> Fuck this. Uh, that seems like a trade wreck of a series. It's it's already awful and absurd. I, I'm really, I'm kind of sad that I bought that, but at the same time, I feel so, I don't know, vindicated. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> okay, another series that uh, Eric dropped, uh, Ultimates 3-3. Three, three came out this week um okay i'm gonna tell you exactly what happened here i explained virtually the entire plot to eric of this issue he thought it sounded stupid and lame and no 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 it sounded over the top over the top excuse me ridiculously over the top ridiculously over the top i on the other hand continue to love it so i i think our tastes just run different in this regard and so it's definitely a more polarizing comic than the previous ultimates have been this Ultimates 3 clearly has some detractors. I've heard things on both sides. So you can call it maybe a little bit of a, a failure in that regard just because the previous two were such universally good. But I'm still enjoying it, so that's all, all, that's that, all matters. that matters to me. And Fuck we'll you guys. fight the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Not really fights, but like tricks them off a cliff. Yeah. yeah. So, Never mind. I, anyway. Yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> Moving forward, uh, checkmate number twenty-three. Uh, what makes me really happy about this is looking at the issue number twenty-three and realizing uh, it's going pretty well. Uh, they're going to give it some space, so hopefully, it's not going to get canceled anytime soon. This is a good issue to, to kind of jump onto. It's got a, it's drawing back on a, a previous storyline, uh, but at the same time, you know, it's, it's pushing it forward into a whole new and wacky place. It's getting back to this terrorist group, uh, the Cobra terrorist group. Which is completely different from GI Joe, completely. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's it's a cool issue. You know, it's got some superhero aspects to it. They they end up deputizing uh, Superman to get him to help him out. At, at the same time, it's got the the intrigue and everything that's going on. It's it's got a massive whodunit where apparently there's some kind of biological weapon that's about to go off with like eight million. Uh, I don't know, weapons or targets, or they don't really know what's happening. They've got some last words from this dead guy they have to try to figure out. And the clock is ticking. It's high energy. It's tons of fun. Uh, good intrigue. Totally recommend it. One of my favorite books. Top two. Right on. All right. Well, that's it. That's it. That's, we rapid-fired the hell out of that. I feel we did. Hey. I'm going to say we did an excellent job. Hell yes. I got what I wanted out of it. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> All right, so enough of that. We're now on to just regular comics. We're gonna t- So everyone take a deep breath. 
where we can we can slow down, take our time. That's right. We don't need to do hurry. It right. Don't and worry. The first one we're going to do right is Hercules. The Incredible Hercules issue one fourteen came out this week, and it's your only source for Amadeus Cho. So I don't see how you don't buy this book. <laughs> it's ah, uh, I Greg Pak is easily one of my favorite <laughs> writers. Um, he's just he's so good at at, at balancing. I mean, he, he writes a great epic storyline, too. I, that's, uh-huh. I, that's what I think his strength is, is. I mean, he can do, you know, the the moment in time or the, the relationship type stuff, I feel like. Um, but it's, it's, it's really his bread and butter. It's, it's just making huge, epic, you know, far-reaching sort of storylines. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that's a well put. Yeah, I, I don't know, I, and I I just love his. I mean, we've said this before, and I'll and I'm saying it again. It's the little touches that make this comic. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's the little like it's you know it's adding yip to to certain frames so that you still know that the dog, the little puppy is with Amadeus uh, Cho, and like, <laughs> I, and it's just it's just it's just all around brilliant and hilarious and great and. Hercules is, is is becoming a much more interesting and accessible character too. Yes, yes, that's true. I mean, he feels like he's he's much more of a protagonist now that you can you can get into, you can understand. Yeah, I mean they they built a lot of pathos for him. You know, they they made they made uh, Ares seem far more evil in this comic than he has previously. You know, his, the vendetta between them feels real. And it feels almost one-sided at this point, you know, that Herc just wants to stop. You know, Herc is just doing his own thing. And it's Ares that has gotten into this position of power, being with the, the Avengers. And he's using that to exploit it. You know, he's he, he's going after Her, uh, Hercules with reckless abandon to, to the detriment of his own teammates. You know, he, he, he again hits... Uh, you know, he can, he takes out poor, poor Wonder Man is just some sap. I I feel like I feel he like gets, he's just a patsy for for the Avengers. Everybody exactly. makes fun of him in his leisure suit, knock him <laughs> over the head, leave him for the, the creepy woman, creepy totally. So I I don't know I this was this was just an all around great issue. Um, I I I there's no way I you know who also I felt was uh, just. Just interestingly, um, I felt they wrote uh, Black Widow really, really well in this in this comic. Yeah, she's yeah, she's clever. She the way she 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 actually defeats Hercules when no one else can. Mm-hmm. Armies of Shield agents just got beat the hell up, and she doesn't she doesn't defeat him so much as just like cleverly trick him. Mm-hmm. And she full on judo kicks um, Amadeus Cho in the back of the head, <laughs> and. I, I'm gonna it, cry a single tear. She breaks the back of his puppy, but don't worry, Amadeus is on it. He's already but on the, the case. The way I feel about that is like, yeah, Black Widow is she's a harsh, harsh bitch at times. You know, she did. She's a fucking spy, and she is. But I, what I like about this is, is it like usually what people do is they're just like spy woman, like fucking hard as nails. Uh, but in this Sexy. one, she's a character. And she's she's a superhero in some ways. I mean, she doesn't mean to break his back. She was stopping no. Amadeus from fucking. Yeah, she just stops him from escaping and like taking a ship. And 
it was she, she she's very human and at the same time she gets the job done you know it, it, she felt like a very real character to me i mean despite all the craziness going on like you know yeah okay she has these skills she's very well trained she's been around the block a whole bunch um you know spy speaking um, <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. It just and, and and Herc is great. Herc is great. I mean, Herc's naked. <laughs> He's just like, so am I less awe-inspiring? Just like, like who who has the balls? Literally, what a, yeah, say that. Herc does. That's you, <laughs> obviously. It's like I have a godly wang. Check it out. So uh, I don't know. It's just. It's all kinds of awesome, and you you know you know uh, Ares isn't done. Like they get away right before oh, yeah. Ares shows up, or Ares. No, I feel like, like he's Ares like crashing. Yeah, 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 with the car. So yeah, the Ares end. is aboard their ship, and uh, things are gonna throw down. I have a feeling that, that things are gonna come back around again for him because he's like it's not that he's a super villain; it's that he's like no. fixated right now. Yeah, he's just... he's obsessed. Like like gods are, you know, like the gods in any I mean, kind of Greek yeah. myth can go either way. Yeah, it, he transcends the whole. I mean, like, yeah, he's doing something that's totally irresponsible, and he's hurting people, and 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 he's making a good bad guy. I feel in this comic, but he's not doing mm-hmm. anything that you know he doesn't threaten the world or anything, you know. And I don't feel he would, you know. He, yeah, he's just being hilariously wrecked. He sh- yeah, he's being super reckless. Like he shot Herc up with these with the Hydra blood, and yeah, sure that probably. Made him brutally beat half the shield agents yeah. <laughs> to within an inch of their lives, but he doesn't really care. You know, you're fucking mortals to him, and he doesn't. You know, this is a, something that he and his brother have had issue with. You know, throughout millennia, and mm-hmm. if you think of it in that terms, then it's it's hard it's hard not to at least understand what's happening. Yeah, it, it, he can be in Mighty Avengers, and he can still be doing this. Yeah. And yeah. It's- but going on to our next one, Ultimate Human number two of four, uh, Warren Ellis, rocking it out with his yes. pocket <laughs> It was it was fun times again. I mean, there, you had a little showdown between the the Hulk and, and Iron Man. I'm kind of yeah. sad that I didn't see the the little science talk come up again. I, I really enjoyed that as before. I th- yeah, I don't I don't know if they're going to bring that back or if that was just a first issue sort of thing. Mm. Would have been nice to see it again. But uh, um, you know, I I thought that the the whole fight initially I was like, well, that's it. There, there's Iron Man versus Hulk. But then at the same time, I was looking at, I was like, well, I mean, this is the Ultimate Universe. There, it can't really go any other way. If it's a prolonged yeah. fight, then it's just the Hulk ripping off limbs and <laughs> destroying. <laughs> yeah, it's only a matter of time until someone's murdered. So. Yeah, although I the other thing is it's like well, um, does the that needle neural needle thing not count as a weapon? I thought he didn't have any weapon. Ah, so. uh, I don't know. It didn't have any like nuclear explodo weapons. Yeah, yeah. but um, I mean, still, I feel like the 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 crux of this comic is still coming up. Like, uh huh. Like, I mean, it's just it just it just started. Yeah, they've got the Peter Wisdom thing going on. It, it goes the same vein as any superhero versus super, superhero book. It's They meet up, they fight each other on accident, they team right, up, right. and then they take out the real thing. 
Yeah, and I I feel like this this issue is also gonna kind of validate the Hulk in a lot of ways. Like I can already see it happening. Like the leader is gonna come in and you know do his thing and capture everyone and and start you know doing his whatnot. And then you know beyond all reason, even though he shouldn't be able to, Banner's gonna Hulk out and you know save the day. And then at the end, you know, he'll be, you know, still bummed out because he's the Hulk and the monster and everything. But, you know, on some level, he has to acknowledge that, yeah, the Hulk tends to save everyone's asses from time to time. Yeah, it seems yeah. to be necessary on some level. Because in every Ultimates, he saved the day, you know? Yeah, but that's what I love about him, where he's just, like, he's ridiculous and reckless. And they, they, they end up, in the end, just having to, like, throw him at people. Like, throw him off a helicopter. Bucket. They do that yeah, twice. Power is another good they do that in uh, Ultimates One also. I mean, that's that's what you do. Is you're like, well, I mean, he's a ridiculous like force of nature. The best you can do is just right. like throw him down someplace and then just get the fuck out of there as fast as you can. Exactly. And that's what that, I mean. So, that's what's fun. So yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I'm digging it. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be a good four issues, and it's and, and I like how it's four issues also. All right, uh, Runaways number twenty nine came out. This is a I I really enjoy this storyline. I really do, and I I'm I'm so glad that that Runaways is out, and it's such a popular, well written. You know, everybody. I feel like within the comics community knows that knows it knows of it knows of it as a good title, and that makes me happy. Yeah, this it's really got the st- solid rep. Yeah, it, it does. It does, and it's it. You know, it, it hasn't really faltered or lost that, but uh, it's it's just it's so disappointing that it comes out so slowly. I, <laughs> it, the the story's kind of lost momentum. I, it, it makes me want to pick this up and trade because I feel like yeah, that might be the best way to go. Because I hate when that happens, though. You know. Yeah, I I'd really love to to pick it up, and support it in issue form, but it just it it feels like this would read so much better. If you could, you could yeah. just see them all at the, at one time. It's kind of like yeah. The Walking Dead, exactly. That way. Exactly. And this one in particular, gang wars in full effect, and you know the streets of, you know the turn of the century America. It's it's just it's a lot of fun. It's you know there's this big epic sort of you know, sad storyline. You've got a lot of like little side character moments that are going on as well. And I really like how, uh, Whedon picks up on a lot of the, the turn of the century jabber. Yeah. The, uh, uh-huh. the, the words, the, I don't know. What do you want to say? The colloquial language of the time. Uh, and he, he uses it very well. He's a, he's a great writer when it comes to conversation. That's what I feel like, you know, the, the interpersonal, sort of dynamic. Uh-huh. That's what I think is really his strength. So Yeah, he's just, he's such a good writer. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. he's just flat out. And it's 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 good that he, he's thrown on team books like this in Astonishing X-Men because he, he just has a lot of room to play. And that's what he does well. Mm-hmm. Um, the only problem with that is then when you've got really good books like that coming out and they're not consistent, then they... They tend to kind of falter, they stutter yeah. step when they when they should be like you know blasting. Yeah, it's something that I've always found interesting. And this is another aside. This should also be a, 
a, a segment. <laughs> Nick's weird aside. Uh, I find comics interesting in this regard because I literally, like, you know, any comic book fan will literally keep 10 to 15 to even 20 storylines in their head. Mm-hmm. And you could say, okay, Nick, what's happening in Ultimate X-Men right now? And would be like, oh, okay, well, you know, Apocalypse is coming back. You know, Sinister turned into Apocalypse. And they're like, okay, well, that's cool. What's happening in Ultimate Spider-Man? I'd be like, oh, well, Super know, friend. Liz Allen, who we didn't know was a mutant. She just turned into – it turns out she is or something. And she just caught on fire. And there's Iceman. And, you know, and it, it's such a weird medium because to, to, you read so many issues where most people do every week that – you literally keep all these storylines in your head, but when 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 issues don't when come out quite as regular as others, those are the ones that really falter. Yeah, you I feel just like you have to almost recoup your. You're like, oh right, this is what's happening here right now. Yeah, it's serialized and, formats. I feel like, or, I mean, they're yeah. fun and they they keep up, you know, the the excitement for those those sorts of things and comics in particular. I mean, I think are, are a great example of, of what serialized stories can do, but yeah. it's just... It's like your favorite TV show coming out every third week, rather than every single week. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, whoa. yeah. It's just... like you, you just couldn't do that, I feel, on some shows. You'd just be like, wait, wait, last time on Heroes, what happened? <laughs> that was like in November, dude. Like, yeah. Like you just it, it uh, maybe that's so. that's part of the reason why comics just haven't caught on with the general public is it's just people don't have the patience for that. Yeah, I feel like you have to have kind of a really you know I'm gonna masturbate us all here, but you have to have a really pretty good solid attention span and pretty well a good memory. I feel to even read that many books is just. Mm-hmm. I mean, to not always be flipping back and being like, what was happening? Oh, right. You know, just to have that going. You know, and certain certain books do it better than others. They all remind you a little bit. Like, they know what they're doing in that regard. But a lot of people are just not going to be able – you know, most people don't read two novels at once. So how are they going to read ten comic books? Yeah, exactly. And if you're just picking up one book as a casual reader, I mean, you're coming in once a month – Maybe it's so you just that, you just have too much time to forget, not care. Yeah, I feel like if you're not buying comics every week, almost that if you're just buying one issue or two issues a month, it's almost easier to just let it go too, just because you're not mm-hmm. like, are you gonna check every week and be like, did it come out this week? No, okay, fine. Yeah. Did it come out this week? No, okay. Yeah, it's 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 very anyway. odd, and I'm I don't know. I think it's. Probably in the end, detri- more detrimental than it really is beneficial. Unfortunately, when you when you have something that's it's an artistic medium, and um, you know it's it takes a while to put together a comic. I mean, the writers can pump out, uh, you know, on average like three, four, five books a month, but an artist can't really do much more than one or two. I mean, two if they're really good. So, you know, that's just that, that's that's the nature. You know, when you when you've got something that's a composite uh, art form, you just have to deal with that that time differential. Definitely. Anyways, but that's not that's not to detract from Runaways. It's still a great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy. And it it kind of breaks the form because I think the artist is much faster than Whedon is. <laughs> All right, our last comic of the week, Cable and Deadpool issue fifty came out. It's a bonus sized final issue. 
And uh, honestly, I haven't been reading this a lot, but I am a huge Deadpool fan. Um, <laughs> you would be. <laughs> Deadpool is great. Okay, I don't. You know, just for, for those of you who haven't read him, is just you. You need to. You need to go. You need to go. Go download it. I don't even care. Just go buy a trade. He's so fucking cool. He's so he's, he's the wacky assassin. He is. He's he's the merc with a mouth. You know, straight up. So, I, I to give you to give you an idea of 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 Deadpool. You know, he has he has his powers. He's he's super strong, super not that strong, but he's stronger than average. He's more agile than average. He has super regenerative powers, kind of like Wolverine. But his most important power is he knows he's in a comic book. <laughs> he's like a ambush bug. <laughs> In the DC universe, they have a guy that's like that, and he can just teleport around randomly. Yeah, <laughs> well, and he always breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, that that's that's the real thing. Is 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 Deadpool's always breaking the fourth wall, and he always makes he makes the comments about issues, you know. And you're like, you don't actually know you're an issue fifty. Like, it does he like make comments on his internal dialogue? And everything? Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah. like I remember back when I first started reading him again was in. It was actually in, in one of his parts in uh, Civil War. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, uh, hello, Yellow Bubbles, because his, his, his speech is always his, – his inner yeah. monologue is always – he's like, I missed you so much. We'll have such fun together. <laughs> like, and it, he just does – he has – it honestly – okay, you'd think it would get old because he is a – it is a it is a funny comic book. It has action in it, but it is also really funny. But they're just it's it's such a well written book I feel that no matter how much you read it is funny like it turns the comic book you know medium on its on its head and points out a lot of the absurdities in it you know he mm-hmm. in this one he starts out he's fighting okay he's he's accidentally teleported a bunch of dinosaurs into Manhattan from <laughs> the savage land and it just so happens that he teleported them right when the whole symbiotes were coming down, you know, from the Avengers. Okay. So now there's a bunch of symbiote dinosaurs that he's fighting, okay, <laughs> with Spider-Man. And so they're, they're, he, he, Spider-Man's filling him in real quick. He's like, they, they don't like heat, and they really don't like sound. <laughs> and then Deadpool... Um, He's like, I, these are my dream art and arch nemesis, or is it arch nemeses? I can pummel, gorge, eviscerate, and mutilate them, and they keep on coming. And then, and then one dinosaur bites his hand, like gun and all. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, that's my favorite gun. And like, it, this is the kind of character he is. Like, he knows he'll regenerate everything, so he's not even concerned that he's got his hand bit. <laughs> so he blows him away in the head, and he's like, ah, I seem to have discovered another weakness: lobotomizing them. <laughs> he like jams a knife in another one's head. He's like. Hey, I bet you wish you thought of that years ago. <laughs> no need to thank me. And Spider-Man's like, Jesus Christ, like, calm down. <laughs> He's just so, like, like completely off the, off the rails and just, like, silly. And uh, I need to see a, 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 a Punisher uh, Deadpool sort of crossover written by Fraction and this... Who, who, does, who does Cable Deadpool? This is a... Uh, I don't even know his name. Nika Nikazia, N I C I E Z A. But he's written. He's written like he's been at Marvel pretty much as long as the Cable and Deadpool series, and it's just. He, he, I think he almost exclusively writes that, mm-hmm. and he does it really, really well. Like, 
I, I'm sad to see it go, but it, 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 it there's there's still lots of back issues. I'm thinking about going to pick up a bunch of trades. <laughs> um, and and you always have is, your memories <laughs> in memoriam. Yeah. Cable Deadpool. Cue the sad music. And, and and they are actually bringing back two separate titles. Um, I don't know if a ton of people were fans of Cable and Deadpool together. Together, clearly not enough because it got canceled. But mm-hmm. it did have fifty issues. It's a pretty good run. Mm-hmm. But they are bringing, I think, in March or maybe May or something. They're bringing back a Cable standalone. And then I just looked it up. I think it's like November of this year. They're bringing uh, Deadpool back in his own standalone comic. So. Hmm. If you if you do want to get on the Deadpool train, that might be a really good time to do it because I'm sure they'll explain what he's all about, and they'll have the trade book hilariousness, and everything will be beautiful again. So, <laughs> or if you just can't can't get enough, you need to go get back issues right now. I'm sure they are all fucking fantastic. All right, that's right. it. That's it for the issues this week. It means it's on to our regular segments. Uh, first up. Random pick. This week, I ran across a, a just like a sampler issue from Xenoscope. And the title on it is Willow Creek. There's actually two different books that are, are sampled in here. There's Willow Creek, uh, and then there's this other one called Tales of the Living Corpse. And this first one that they, they started off with uh, is the one that I, I'd probably focus on more. Uh, Willow Creek, it's supposed to be a comic about... It's a horror comic, first of all. It's what Xenoscope does. They tend to do a lot of just horror-based things, obviously, from the way it sounds. This was a, a really interesting sort of horror comic. It, it seemed to seemed to do pretty well. It's it's all about uh, Bigfoot, but it's supposed to be the idea, like you know, you know they, there's a there's a group of explorers that go into the woods and they're like, we're gonna go find Bigfoot. It's like you know, every group does, and they're just like, well, what happens if it finds you? It's like, well, I'm sure it's gonna be more scared of us than we're. You know, scared of it. Whatever <laughs> doesn't really matter, and they go in and get horribly murdered. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's great horror art. First of all, it, it, you know what it reminds me of is a. Uh, do you remember those uh, scary stories to tell in the dark books? Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 art like that, <laughs> and it's got a great cool. sort of grayscale sort of like watercolor sort of look to it or something. I don't know. It's, it's a, and it's just Hmm. horrifying faces and stuff like that. Like it was, it was just a really short sort of preview as, as these things tend to be. Hmm. And then right afterwards, they have a couple of sample art uh, pages and they've had this, this great photo page of uh, the Willow Creek courier. just like a fake newspaper with like a cup of coffee and like a plate of toast sitting next to it. It's just like, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I really enjoy little, little extras thrown in there like that. It's just says like the legend of Bigfoot is real and like a big old newsprint headline sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> it's fun. It's, it's, it's good. I, I, I'm interested in it. Um, you know, I'm not a huge horror comic fan. Uh, they tend to get old to me, but, uh, I'd be willing to pick up this issue or the next issue that see, see what it's like. all right so um bullshit moment of the week is actually going to come out of the order which is a book i i i have liked every single issue of i like as i said earlier this is the best issue of of the bunch um primary bullshit is that they're canceling this series as eric has told me and they're canceling on issue 10 is that 
Is that what I'm yep. hearing? That's 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 what the the word on the the great total is. bullshit because I it it didn't even give it a chance. I mean, mm-hmm. ten issues is nothing. Anyway, but okay. secondary bullshit. Um, uh, I don't know how to explain this exactly, but there's a superhero in this in the order. If you've been reading, you know who she is, but she has the ability to kind of basically shapeshift. And then there's also another superhero who he's uh, he's a paraplegic. He doesn't he can't use his legs. Um, but his, his he's got a massive mech battle suit. Yeah, he's got a big battle suit exactly. So um, through the course of the comics, the battle suit is damaged and destroyed, and he and the the shapeshifting girls hurt. So he drags the shapeshifting girl to safety in a cave, and they're hiding out there. And they're being hunted by the man from Shadow. And so in this comic, he gets the bright idea of like her shape-shifting into like a suit for him to wear. Which uh-huh. is, you know, whatever. Um, and so they escape. But when they get back, you know, the leader of the Order comes in to check on them. And, um, and the doctor's explaining... Uh, he's like, I thought he said you two were inert. He said the two of you were, and he's like, I was wrong. They weren't, uh, they were quite inert. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, uh, and he's like, and then one of them's like, hey, we, we might have been chosen to be in that form for a while longer there, boss. And, and he's like, wait, what? And then the doctor just comes out of nowhere and he's like, they were having sex. And, and you're like, it, dude, it might have been a little private. Like, and he's like, they were totally. Yeah, I like that. It, it strikes doctor me as like obvious. a yeah, it's like a doctor who's a frat boy. He's like, yeah, they were totally doing it in there. I just, oh, if you want to know so if they were doing it, and you're like, no, I didn't actually. <laughs> and, like, great. And to make matters worse, um, the the once crippled guy just stands up. He's like, ta da! I can walk because I bones <laughs> yeah. shake. And you're like, what? Miraculous Poonday. That's what happened. He's like, I can walk again. <laughs> what? What went on? That is really good. She should have sex with everyone. <laughs> That's all I could think of for the rest of my the rest of the comic. I was like, she now she has to have sex with every paraplegic. <laughs> Mother Teresa meets. I'm just like, Jenna Jameson. what if you had that power? What if that was your power, Eric? What if what if having sex with cancer patients cured them for you, man, woman, child? Wouldn't you hey. have to? I'd I'd fuck for the good of humanity. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'd sacrifice myself. You know what? You're not good looking, but I'm I'm a I'm a team player here. And my I, team yeah. is humanity. <laughs> Go team So that's a bullshit. I guess it's more of a fun bullshit this week. But I am fucking upset that they're yeah. canceling this because this is a good comic. Out now. I feel like the, it doesn't. It, you don't even have enough time to see what trade sales are going to be like. I know, like I that. know. It, it's has it, it been one trade. I just saw the trade. I think this week. <sighs> anyway, I'm disappointment. I'm just upset. That's that's what I'm going to do from now on. I'm just going to shout out my emotion like that. <laughs> Disappointed. <laughs> Happy horny. horny. <laughs> Is horny an emotion? I'm going to say yes. Yeah. It, it's everything. <laughs> I only have varying degrees of horny. I'm, I'm sad horny right now. I'm really happy horny. I'm well, you have composite horny. emotions. Like uh, wistfully horny. <laughs> it works with everything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Don't deny your... Let's, let's hit the abort button. Oh, oh. <laughs> all of a sudden we're too good for this. Anyway. All right, fine, fine. 
That's it for this week. As always, you can reach us at our website, irresponsiblypowerless.blogspot.com, which you must know about because you're probably listening to this. So, But anyway, that's where to go. Oh, we have we have awesome panel of the week coming up, right, Eric? This week is oh, yeah. a ridiculously yes, yes, yes. cool one from Incredible Hercules. So make sure to go on the website and check that out. Tell your <laughs> friends. Tell your mom's friends. Tell your mom because she's... She's hey. um, also, you can email us direct, irresponsiblypowerless at gmail.com. You can email us your panel of the week. Uh, I think you probably post it, too, if you just went straight to the blog. But you can email it to us. We'll put it up. Maybe. Um, whatever. Um, and then finally, you can check us out on MySpace. Just search irresponsiblypowerless. I swear to God I'll be better <laughs> about putting out my posts, uh, my, my pull lists. Um, so, Yeah. <laughs> That's that's it. That's all she wrote. The fat lady saying, "We gotta go." Hate to see you go. As Love always, you. we're irresponsibly powerless. I'm Nick. I'm Eric. And thanks a lot for listening, guys. We appreciate it. Have a good week. Peace out. Take care. I was always didn't like the Spice Girls just for the fact that only one of them stuck to their theme. I feel like they all got together and like, we'll all be spices. Like, I'll be ginger spice. That's mine one. And then and she's like, okay, you guys go think of yours. I'll see you next week. And then everyone come back. You're like, I'm posh spice. You're like, that's not a spice. <laughs> and then you know, one's like, I'm scary spice. She's like, that's not one either. Damn it, guys. <laughs> Baby is not a spice. Fuck. <laughs> Or it's baby something. There's baby parsley. Like no, no. Like well, well, you took you took the only good one because ginger is also a name. You're like shut up, just do whatever. Be oregano spice. Tarragon, come on. <laughs> Be salt. Man uh, up. Anyway, I'm just salt. <laughs> I'm... That's their manager. <laughs> <laughs> Or it's like the, the creepy guy, the creepy roadie guy that appears in their videos every so. once in a while. They're seeing, and then all of a sudden the camera like pans over, and he's just sitting in the corner, like staring down a pint. Yeah, their manager's so. Pepper, and he doesn't have cards. He just he just has Pepper in his pocket, drops it in her hand. You're like, oh, he throws in people's pepper. faces. Oh. Like, oh. Remember the name? He's like, ah. Oh. It's like, fuck, do you know that really stings? Like, please stop. Ah! Get it again. You out. <laughs> you dumb fuck. Stop doing it. <laughs> like, do you just carry pepper in your pockets everywhere? I respect a the theme. I have a godly wang. Check it out.